I think it's often easy to make plans and to scheme and to build and to go out there and try to kill and take it over and build all your things and be the biggest thing in the world and all that. But if you don't take time to be reflective and be grateful, I think you're going to become much more entitled, a little bit less humble, a little bit more demanding, and just a little bit more unpleasant as a person. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. Well, when you first said it, I was going to hang up. <laughs> yeah. and... It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto Mitter, Andre Show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I, I can't to... do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. From the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guess what time it is? Uh, it's Christmas. Oh. Yeah, well, it's Christmas coming up in the next few days. So, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hello, my sweet and successful and smart cookies. Uh, yeah, back to cookies, Edward. Yes. <laughs> so, anyhow, we're excited because it's Christmas season and it's always fun because we get to spend a lot of time with our family. And we do things like make gingerbread houses and we go we look at Christmas lights and... Can I share yeah. my our gingerbread house um, yeah, tradition yeah, with you? Yeah. Okay, so as soon as you start to see the gingerbread houses like in the store, I start collecting them. And we usually team up. And usually have- it's like us our kids but it's grown yes yeah. this year we had friends of the family over and we broke off into teams it's uh, seven teams six and teams, so this is teams. what we do instead of making all that frosting we use hot glue guns we use a low melt hot glue gun yeah. and so you get a power strip you put in the center of the room except for our daughter who we gave a hot a very oh, high no, heat. she gave a hot one. And she burned she herself. Burned herself and I, she's like, ow, my burn hurts. And I'm like, yeah, oh, whatever. Right. I'm like, and then she looked at it. She's like, this is a hot melt one. I was like, oh, no, get yeah. the first aid kit out because I have yeah. like scars from that yeah. when I was a kid. And then I go to the dollar store and I buy like bags and bags of candy. And it's just fun. It's yeah. just so I put, put all that stuff junk out and on, on the we table do, we have like with six different houses that we had two teams so like 12 people and you had to um decorate run a theme make up a theme it can't just be a, a gingerbread house it has to be a story behind it and so yeah it was fun we all create our things and then everyone gets one vote and we pick the favorite yes and usually almost every year guess who wins um, me thank you so, I think that's like your dream no i won last year i've won so many times but all his his gingerbread houses are violent. Yeah, they're, they're lots like, of blood, lots of a Santa death. with swords and like yeah. red frosting. Whatever. So anyhow, this year because we had new people joining us, friends of the family, well, they were appealed by your violent they were Christmas house. Pretty appalled. They were like, 
I, they were like, wow, this is like an R-rated gingerbread house. So I'm like, I guess it's like it a is. John Wick uh, gingerbread yeah, house. Yeah. yeah, it was like Santa turns into John Wick and decides to start killing a, a giant gummy bear. Yeah, who had eaten some family members. Big story. No one appreciated. I got not one vote. It was the first time I've never even got one. It was very ha- heartbreaking. And then uh, we should probably put some pictures on Instagram so people can see what our gingerbread houses uh, look yeah, like. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we will. Actually, Grant's parents won because they did have really good. They, it was like a fashion, high fashion. Oh my gosh! They used gum for like the bricks, and they used those Neko wafers like for the for then, the roof, and they put edible glitter on it. And uh, we're just like, oh man, yeah, they, they suck. They're not invited back again. No, That's no, it. their house was just amazing. But here's right. the best part: then we have the tradition of dunking the gingerbread house. Yes. That'll be so in January. In January in the new year, what you have to do is you get it dressed up in a onesie. And Tusk gets dressed up in a onesie. I don't. Well, my daughter and I get dressed yes. up in a onesie. You turn the floodlight on. In the backyard. You pull the garbage can close. And then one we play person. Basketball with we the, play the, basketball. So the person is holding the gingerbread house and everyone's trying to get it. And what you're trying to do is. Trying to block them from getting the gingerbread house into the trash can. And the thing is that you've got to take the gingerbread and go up. And then slam it down into the garbage. Yeah, and this is one of those dumb traditions that we've come <laughs> up with. I mean, another silly Christmas tradition, talking about silly ones, is we have the tree game. And I don't oh, know if yeah, anyone yeah, has yeah. this. Is my, I think this is my invention. And the tree game is you count how many trees you see while you're, you're driving. driving. With the kids and in the car. Whoever calls out the tree first gets and owns gets the that point. tree. So you count your trees while, like, we're driving home from school or driving from this and going wherever. And if you see, we had a few mega trees in the area. like the You parks. have to be the first one to say, tree. And then you won automatically because we always joke that that's worth 100 trees because it's, like... 10 stories tall. Yeah, and, and you lit. can't say tree if it's not a tree, if it's, it's just lit. like a bush or, or something. Or if it's not lit. If it's not yeah. lit, it's, in fact, it's a negative point. If you call it a tree that's not a tree, like it's a book, Christmas bush or Christmas whatever, or an unlit tree, that's a negative point and you lose trees. So we did, we've done that it's since It's all kids about creating these memories, yeah. you know, and it doesn't, they don't have to be, you know, traditions that make sense, like slamming the gingerbread house into the garbage. But we made, we made, a, we made a game out of it. Yeah, and we'll talk about something in a little bit I just thought of but before we do that let's do real quick announcements all right so where are announcements guys right now you have a few more days to get your replay we end or close or wrap that all up on the 22nd it's over it's done you will not get the last con again well, I won't say again, but we may sell it. It may be next year as a package thing. But the way it is right now in the app, you won't get it again. Then, if everything's gone well, we are right now selling LashCon tickets. I'm hoping. Oh, my gosh. I hope. Because I know a lot of people have been begging me. Like, please. Well, when are me- we going to announce the location and everything? Well, that will be announced by now, too. I can't. Do- yeah. So, I, I'm not announcing that because we're recording this before that Monday. That's next Monday. So, yeah. We're basically just planning that things are going to go as, as they are. And you'll see a link in the show notes. You'll see a link in our Instagram or you go to lashconference.com or you'll be able to go a bunch of different places, hopefully. And just look for LashCon and we will be selling tickets only for this week. So again, that will end on the 22nd on Friday. 
So, and there'll be a payment plan. If I do my job right, there'll be a really nice payment plan. So it will not cost you a lot. You'll only have to pay maybe a hundred for the low end tickets, a hundred dollars. And for VIPs, you know, maybe a few hundred dollars. So it won't be the full amount and you'll spread out over four months. Which so, is a good idea. Yeah. December, January, February, March. So you, and you'll have it by March. You'll be done. You'll have paid for it all. And then you can start saving for your airfare and hotel. Cause Lashcom will be in the fall of next year. We're going to right now, this is put out there around mid October. I'll give the details right now. You'll go to the show notes and you'll see what the real details are because we'll have it done by then. So, hey, there's that. Pictures are up too if you want to get pictures. And our all our plans for next year will be out soon, especially Tessa's classes and all that. We will hopefully have that up probably right after New Year's. And when he says pictures, he means all the pictures, pictures from, Lashcon. from Lashcon. Yeah. All right. So today, a couple things um, I want to talk about. First, I just hit me while we were talking about our traditions. And one of the things we want encourage you guys to do is really think about decor in your salon. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. This is something that actually we got so much positive feedback about our salon. It's because it it actually changed like every month or two months at the most. About we would change months, the decor. Yeah. And the most fun time of the year for us was Christmas because we went crazy. We had a giant 12 foot tree, tree with lights and ornaments and we had the staff to help decorate it. One year we bought these little trees that were really super cheap and we put them everywhere all over the salon so there was like greenery everywhere and it was all it was really cool and then other years we've hung snowflakes in the ceiling and we we even brought in someone one of our clients was a decorator I think or had that background and so we just traded with her like she would come in and Decorate the thing, and we gave her a budget, like $100, $200, so she could buy some new pieces every, for every holiday or every season or every time we did the decor. So it wasn't just the same retreads. Yeah, we did Thanksgiving. We did the fall with hay and, Yeah, it you kind know. of was a, almost some of it would evolve nicely. Like, what was nice about the fall is that it would first be kind of fallish, right? And then it would get really Halloween-y. Like, mm-hmm. we wouldn't add all the pumpkins first. It would just be, like, fall-looking colors and, and setups with leaves and stuff like that. And then we'd add in for a few weeks Halloween. So we add some scary stuff and some funny things. We remember one year with the last mummy mm-hmm. um, that we had hanging and people could take a picture with the last mummy. All it was was this giant mummy we bought at the store and we put lashes all over it. And so we, it was a Instagram thing. So people can go and take pictures of the last mummy. But then after, right after Halloween, we wouldn't have to remove everything because it's, it's the same color scheme. We would just remove the scary, the scary stuff, stuff. And then and it would then- become Thanksgiving. And then the big changeover would be the Winter Wonderland. That would come right after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. Boom. We would take an evening or a day, and this is when we usually had the person come in, and they would transfer our salon into a Winter Wonderland with Christmas stuff and holiday stuff. And then after that, again, to save time, after we take down the Christmas tree, but we left a lot of the snow-related stuff up. Because it was winter. It was January. And yep. then you put Valentine's Day stuff And up. there's literally nothing in January anyways to celebrate. I mean, just there's the Martin, snow. Martin Luther keep- King Day, I guess, but there's not like a... A big holiday where you do decor, right? You just so, keep winter wonderland. Yeah, winter. So you just keep it. Just remove anything Christmassy, and you keep it. And then we moved into Valentine's Day, which was easy because that became all red. And, and then March was St. Patrick's Day and green spring, and then Easter. And by the way, same color schemes, right? From St. Patrick's to, to Easter, be very green. green, you know, kind of hopeful, everything positive. So you go green, and then by May we would start moving into summer. And when you start seeing more summer type themes and by July, we'd do 4th of July type stuff and August would just be summer and maybe we'd be tidying up summer and then we'd get the fall. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Go to the dollar store, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Daiso and just get some of that stuff and just put something out. And the clients would look forward to the The change. change. 
our clients came once a month. So it wasn't like they were here every two weeks. They came once a month. So almost every time they came to the salon, it, looked it would look different. It'd be a new setup. And it was a lot of work, a lot of time. And there can be some big expenses like the tree. But overall, you're right. Most of the stuff we got, we always wait until after season yeah, to buy stuff. Go to Michael's and then buy all that stuff afterwards. Yeah, it's like so you'll have 50% it for the next off year. or 75% off. Then you just put in storage. And that was the one thing we probably took the most. We, we had a lot of storage. Like we had a room that was huge that would just have all the decor in there. And so that's a little bit of a pain. And maybe if a small place, like, I don't know where to put it. You can take it home, put it in your garage, whatever it is you can do. I promise you, it's actually a real net positive for your business because people, people loved love it. it. They've talked about it on our Instagram or maybe not on Instagram, but on their social media, on Yelp. And I know that often we say, what do you love about coming here? And they say, I always love it because it's different. It's always new. So it was really kind of special. So that, I wanted to throw that in there because I think that's, that's holidays. And if you're not doing that, if you're looking for one extra way to make the customer experience a little bit better, there you go. Go and start doing decor. And maybe start with just certain seasons. Maybe just do Christmas. And maybe do summer. Like, you don't have to do everything all one year. Because I was just like, man, it's going to cost me like, you know, $2,000 to do every season. And don't do every month. Like, I just explained it. You can combine months and save some time and money that way. And uh, it could be as simple as just get a candy dish in the shape of a shamrock, an yeah. egg, a heart. They have them at the dollar store. Yeah, we did. Our candy dish would change based on the season. We would have different. I don't remember what they were, but we had a heart for obviously Thanksgiving or for Thanksgiving for, <laughs> for Valentine's Day. I think we had a more spring looking one that was green for the springtime. And yeah, you're right. You can just change it up. And that made that first start and just over time build Because I know we didn't do it overnight. We took many years to build up our our. Mm-hmm. Our Our arsenal. Arsenal of decor. All right, so that's one thing. Next thing I thought we could talk about, and this we'll wrap up with this because I know it's Christmas time and you guys got a lot of things to do, so we do appreciate you taking the moment to listen to us, is talk about how we like to approach not just, I think, the, the end of the year, but really every almost every day I like to do this, and that is learning to be reflective about what's going on. I think it's often easy to make plans, and to scheme and to build and to go out there and try to kill and take it over and build all your things and be the biggest thing in the world and all that. But if you don't take time to be reflective and be grateful, I think you're going to become much more entitled, a little bit less humble, a little bit more demanding, and just a little more unpleasant as a person. Because you're so wired and trying to conquer the world that you're not stopping to realize that, you know what, while there are setbacks, there's a lot of good things going on in your life. A lot of things that you don't even stop to think about because you're too busy trying to catch up with the Joneses, trying to ne- launch the next big thing, expand your salon, hire staff, start that training program, do that webinar, whatever it is that you need to do to grow and expand your influence. You're not really taking moments to go, wow, you know what? This was a really cool thing day. You know what? I went to the store and maybe the barista said hi to you. And maybe they know your name now because you go there way too much probably (laughs) but whatever it is like stop and appreciate the little things and i know that that's normal around this time of the year for me at least the holidays i'm I'm much more reflective i look back at the year i mean the last few days i've been smiling in my heart a lot because i'm just really grateful for what an amazing year 2022 was i mean we've had you know we we haven't gone all the details about but man 2019 to 2021 was this like sucker punch after sucker punch while we were just hustling and working hard 
there's a lot of bad things happening at that time. Close the salon, COVID. We couldn't work for eight months. LashCon got canceled. We had to go online and there was worries that that would just kill everything. And there's all sorts of craziness I feel like going on and ways of not making money were happening, right? We're losing money left and right. And after what we thought was going to be a big couple years. And so there's all these setbacks, which we all went through, but this year, I've been reflective and thankful and not counting that this is the norm. Like, the rest of my life will be like this. No, there's going to be setbacks. But I want to be able to look back at the year and look and say, okay, you know, I'm really grateful that we got to meet so many cool new people, like at Vegas at our party. Like, that was one of the best moments. It was, LashCon was amazing. LashCon was the best thing that we've ever produced or put together. But even the Vegas part was super special. I often say that there's always a silver lining in every disappointment. Yeah. And you have the discipline to step back a little bit and look for it. Because sometimes it's not readily apparent what that silver lining is. But there always is something. It's like the yin and the yang. It's the push and the pull. And what might have been really disappointing, there always is something. So I encourage you to just be a little reflective and see what are those benefits. Yeah, look at this year. Even if it was a hard year for you. I, guys, we know you. You've known us. We, when in 2019, we closed our salon. And it was horrible. It was just painful. And weird enough, we were just talking before this, about that time, and how we thought it was going to be the worst and low. And it was really one of the lowest moments in our life. But immediately after the day, after the business actually closed, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember for some reason. The 15th of May. The next day, we came in and test, just worked for ourselves. Everyone else was still, basically everyone transitioned into their own business that, in one day. So everyone was still in the salon working They're all together. there, but we weren't responsible for any of them. And, and our, it was like, what? And we worked a long day. I remember because we had so many clients to catch up, all this stuff, and Tess took care of them. But we went home, and I was so happy. I did not expect that. I thought I would be crying, miserable. I had cried already a bunch up to that date. But after it was done and over, there was this peace, and it was wonderful. And that was something I was really thankful for because I did not expect that. I thought it was going to be horrible. And so that there are silver linings. There are moments where you, there, you'll take great losses, and then you'll be shocked. So maybe this year was filled with some disappointments over relationships that had ended. Maybe you were working with people, and they left, and they weren't kind in doing it or they accused you of being evil like if you're an employer right it's not uncommon for employees to leave and burn the bridge on the way out right so. right and so i want you to think about even if you can't see what the benefit is because you're just reeling from being sucker punched and having the uh, wind knocked out of you what i do want to say is that you can learn from it mm -hmm. and the lesson that you get is what you needed and that's what you can be thankful for not for the horrible moment but for the wisdom that grew from that horrible moment, that can be priceless. Well, it's like battle scars. You won those battle scars. You earned them. And yeah. it's like they're going to change your DNA. It's going to change the way that you behave and you earn them. Yeah. And one other thing, aside from just saying, take this time, I think this is a good practice to do all the time. It's not just a end of the year thing. I think taking moments to be grateful and thankful. You know, I pray every day. And that's often when I take time to talk about and reflect and say, God, dear Lord, thank you for what happened. Uh, by the way, this is really cool. I appreciate this. I saw this. And you just, for me, it's just have conversation. Now, if you're not religious, you may be like, I don't want to do that. That's okay. But still having the attitude and doing, being thankful and taking that practice every day. I know people write, have thankful journals. journals. That's great. I'm not a journal guy. Gratitude, meditate. Yeah. 
it just helps you have a better mindset so you're more happy, more content, and you start looking for things. You start looking for the good in things. You don't always expect everything to go right. If you do, you're going to be very angry. You're going to be like Scrooge because <laughs> you find out that Scrooge was just that way because he didn't get the love of his life, and that's why he's bitter. Well, because he held on to that, right? He didn't find the good things that he could go and be a miserly man. No, I don't know. I'm no, trying to find really. Yeah. No, he really was traumatized that he didn't get the love of his life. Yeah, and it, because he loved money more than her, and she left her, and then he realized that was a bad decision, so he doubled down and became you know, even, even more bitter. more bitter. More bitter and selfish and greedy. So how you fight that? Well, you practice gratitude, and you think through it, and it's action and exercise. It is a daily muscle, and it gets easier to do it because you start finding things, and it, it can be cool. So anyhow, we just thought we'd just pass it on as our little Christmas gift. How's that? Uh, yeah. yeah, and if you'd like to share with us what you're thankful for, we'd Just love to us. hear it. And we'll post it on our Instagram and share it with the world what you're thankful for because I think that's a, it's a good thing it's to do. It's uplifting for everyone. Because you know what? Maybe someone who's a little down will realize, like, oh, wait, I could be thankful for that too. That's something kind of cool. So pass that on. And pass otherwise, on. guys, we love you guys. We really do. This is such a joy for us and to be able to hang out and, and be with our community and then get to meet you all in person at LashCon or at Vegas or conferences. Um, it's the best. It is really it's like, the best. I see you and I feel like, oh, we're family. Like, we family. we're friends. Oh, you yeah. support us. And, yeah. you know, we support you. And we try to do everything in our power to support you. And we've said this earlier, we're looking now to be hiring. And now it looks like more in January or February, but in the coming months. So if you want to join our team, by the way, and and I know some people will reach out, which I, if I haven't reached out back to you, no offense. It's, I just collected resumes. I haven't gone back to anyone. It, it, there's no um, answer it, on that yeah. yet. But that said, we are looking to build our family and build our team. And I know a lot of our listeners, in fact, most of the people who worked at LashCon were people that we got to know through our podcast or through Instagram. And they really were like family at LashCon. It was really special because they understand us and we're all from the same kind of DNA. Yeah, we people. have all the same DNA. Yeah, it's really kind of cool. So anyhow, all right, guys, that's a wrap. We're all done. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my last gingerbread man, Tusney. Gingerbread man. I wanted to be a gingerbread man, yeah, not, not a gingerbread, gingerbread girl, woman. woman. That's stupid. That's stupid. Okay. <laughs> on behalf of my last gingerbread man, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. And Merry Christmas. Woo-hoo. Happy New Year. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas!